0: Good evening. Again, we need to acknowledge to our Father and our God in heaven that we are grateful for all of his love, mercy, and blessings. God, by virtue of his person, is worthy to be praised. God, by virtue of his goodness, is worthy to be praised. And God, by virtue of his grace and mercy, is worthy to be praised. God blesses us uh, materially, but more important, God blesses us spiritually. The psalmist declares in Psalm 103, verses 1 and 2, uh, he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. And we would do well day by day to remember Uh, to the extent that we can, all that God does for us, and to be thankful that God blesses us as a matter of his grace and mercy. And for all of God's blessings, we ought to be eternally grateful. We want to direct your attention again to the text that was read into our hearing there in Genesis chapter 5. I want to read again... Uh, verse 22 and verse 24. Uh, Genesis 5, verse 22, And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And again, verse 24, And Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. Uh, Based on... Uh, The words here recorded by Moses. uh, We want to uh, use this evening as a subject, the best exercise. And as we consider the text that we have before us here in Genesis chapter 5, I submit to you that diet and exercise are important to people today. And I know this because if you watch TV for any amount of time, uh, invariably you will see uh, a commercial advertising uh, some new diet regimen or some new exercise equipment. And, And many of these things that they advertise for exercise seem to imply that you can take the effort out of exercise and still get all the benefits of exercising. Now, I don't know whether that's true or not. I, I'm not willing to invest, uh, 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 to have a personal witness about uh, the veracity of such claims. And moreover, I, I know about me, when it comes to exercise, what I need and what I'm willing to do aren't always the same thing. So I'm glad uh, Paul tells Timothy, 1 Timothy 4, verse 8, for bodily exercise profiteth little. Now, you can't argue with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit says bodily exercise profits little. Not that it's wrong, not that there's no good in it, but I'm glad he just said it profits little. It is not the most important thing you need to exercise. He said, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. But this I know about exercise Your body will tell on you when you're out of shape. This is not always known by appearance, but can be known by performance. You know, sometimes we look at folk and we just assume because they're slender or or because they have no seeming weight issues that they're also in shape. Uh, But let them have to run a few miles and you can tell whether or not they've been training. And I've learned that you can't do out of shape what you can do in shape. And in this particular case, as it is with the physical, so it is with the spiritual. A man in early Bible times found the best exercise. The text here tells us that Enoch walked with God. And notice in the list of genealogies here in Genesis, that it is of Enoch alone of whom it is not said, and he died. Everybody else, it tells you a little something about him, but then it says, and he died. But Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. There are some things to be observed about the idea of walking with God. Now, notice again in verse 22, And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah, 300 years and begat sons and daughters. Verse 22 tells me that walking with God for Enoch wasn't a casual thing. It was his way of living and that he had some longevity in terms of walking with God. And when we hear the term walking with God, I submit to you, number one, that walking with God means to go in God's direction. The Hebraism, or the phrase walking with God, is used to describe Enoch's lifestyle. And for Enoch to walk with God means that he had to go in the same direction that God was going. Now, I hope you appreciate when it says he walked with God. It doesn't mean literally physical steps he was taking. Uh, Again, he lived his life in a manner consistent with the will of God. And if you're going to travel with someone then I don't think you have to be a rocket scientist to appreciate that we have to be going in the same direction. Uh, In Amos 3 and verse number 3, uh, the rhetorical question is asked, can two walk together except they be agreed? And again, it's really not talking about walking in terms of putting one foot in front of the other, but can Israel be the people of God if they will not agree with and be consistent in living by the will of God? And I submit to you that God's way, if we're going to walk with God, that God's way has and is always clearly marked. Enoch responded to the commands of God, and whatever God disclosed to him, he accepted as the way he was to live. And today, you know, one doesn't have to guess or imagine which way God is walking or which way I need to go to walk with God. God's supreme revelation has been given to us in the person of Christ Jesus. Uh, Again in your Bibles, in 1 John 2 and verse number 6, uh, John declares, He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. Do you know that we have the Bible records so that we are able to walk with God? I, I know how to order my steps, how to live my life. I have Jesus' example as, as an example to follow in. God gives us what we need to walk with him. A- a- and I try to remember that God's way is always the best way. To read Genesis 5 is to be convinced that Enoch found the best way of life, but best does not mean that it was the easiest or the most comfortable. In fact, uh, uh, may I be so bold as to say that sometimes walking with God uh, it is not the most comfortable or easiest way to travel because you have to walk in a direction in which others are not going. Uh, do you remember Jesus in Matthew 7 and verses 13 and 14? He said, enter ye in at the straight gate. Now, S-T-R-A-I-T doesn't mean with no bends in it, although I think we could define God's way as such. Uh, but the straight way there means it requires uh, some effort and, and it's not the easiest path to tread. Jesus says, go in at the straight gate. Don't choose the easy way in life, don't be like water. Don't choose the path of least resistance. Choose the right way. You know, anybody can go along with the crowd, but but it takes somebody with some substance to them to stand on the word of God and, and and walk with God even if others are going in a contrary direction. In the days of Enoch, most people weren't walking with God. Have you ever read chapter 6, what, what, what the Bible commentary is on the world there? Uh, uh, Genesis 6-5, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. If you know anything about people, where we are, we didn't usually just get there today. Where we are, we spent some time working on to get to that point. The commentary in Genesis chapter 6 wasn't like they woke up one day and just started doing evil. This had been a progressive pattern. So for Enoch to walk with God means that for those 300 years that it's indicated that he walked with God, that Enoch had to walk contrary to the way a lot of people were walking in order to keep walking with God. But not only does walking with God mean uh, to go in God's direction, walking with God means to proceed at God's pace. You know, you can't walk with everybody because everybody doesn't have the same pace. Uh, now, I'm kind of a shuffler when I walk. I, you know, if I need to be somewhere in a hurry, I'm probably going to be a little late. I, I, you know, long leg, but, but walking fast is not my thing. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to get there when I get there. But, but Enoch walked with God and not vice versa. God didn't walk with Enoch. Enoch walked with God. God had to be the one to set the pace, and then for Enid to walk with God meant that he had to proceed at the same pace that God did. At times, we want to run ahead of God. At times, we lag behind God. At times, we want to move when God has stopped. And at times, we stop when God has said we need to keep going. And I don't know about you, when I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. You know, when we're ready to go, we'll let folk know things. we we'll are tell them, I'll be in the car. Now, that's not just so you can find me. That's letting you know a little bit more than just I'll be in the car. That's letting you know, and if you take too long to get to the car, not only will I be in the car, but I'll be gone. That's letting folk know, I'm ready to go. But if we are going to walk with God, then God must set the pace. In Jeremiah 10, verse 23, Jeremiah says, O oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. So when at interacting with others, I must allow God to set the pace. See, God has a pace when you interact with other people. God says be kind, be considerate, be compassionate, forgive others, be an example of Christ Jesus, let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. God has a pace that he sets, and it's our place to walk with God and allow God to set the pace. And as I move through the various stages of life, I need to remember that God is my pace setter. As a child, I need to honor and obey my parents. As a young adult, I need to adhere to godly precepts in setting the course of my life. But even after I'm grown, you know, even after I'm three times seven and paying my own rent and paying my own bill, I still need to let God set the pace. Uh, uh, Again, in in the Bible, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, uh, The wise man declares, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not to thine own understanding. I I believe stated another way what he's saying. is, Let God be the pace setter. You walk with God. Don't don't ever think that you are so grown that you can set the pace. And and that the pace you set will be the pace at which you need to walk. He says, in all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy paths. I I, I just see that when I read the commentary about Enoch. You know, verse 24, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. That's just God's commentary that Enoch kept pace with me, that Enoch lived his life in a way that pleased me. And if you remember from this morning, all the witnesses that bore witness to the fact that when you walk with God by faith, God shows himself true 100% of the time. And then looking further at this idea of walking with God, walking with God means to arrive at a good destination. I don't know about you, but I've had the experience of traveling with folk and getting lost. And the funny thing about it is when we get lost, we will declare that I follow the directions to the T. Well, unless when you distorted, the destination was lost, Something went wrong in the following of the instructions. Now, we missed a turn somewhere, somebody, I don't know what happened, but unless loss was the destination, we didn't follow the directions properly. Now, the only other option is the directions were bad, and if you follow in bad directions, well, you have no expectation anyhow. But to walk with God means to arrive at a good destination. And no matter who one walks with, and in whatever direction one walks, one will always end up somewhere. You know, however you live your life, you have a destination. One of two places. However, you live your life, you got one of two destinations uh, as the end result. But God will always lead in the right and the good way. And Jeremiah 6, verse 16, uh, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. And that'd be a good word for our world today, ask for the old paths. You know, we come up with this new morality and this new way of thinking, and a new this and a new that. Ask for the old paths. You know, stuff has to last for a while to get old. You know, people talk about something is old, it had to be around to get to old. You know, new is not old yet. New hadn't done with old has. Old says, I, I've got some history, I, I've got something I can point to. I, I'm somewhat of a remainder because I've been here for a while. God said, Ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. One of the things we have to appreciate about living life is God allows us to choose. But choices come with consequences. And for every choice we make as it pertains to our soul salvation, there's a consequence. Enoch chose to walk with God. I can just imagine in terms of Enoch walking with God that there were some people that had a commentary about Enoch's walk. Uh, There were some folk that had some less than positive things to say uh, about the choices that Enoch was making. But I think Enoch had the wisdom to appreciate walking with God is the way to go. And if you make fun of me for walking with God, not only do I not need to be mad at you, but I actually need to feel sorry for you. Because, see, if I'm walking with God and you choose to make fun of that, it it means then that you are walking in the wrong direction. You have chosen the wrong path. And appreciate lost is always easy to find. You know, you don't need instructions to get lost. Just start going where you don't know where you're headed. But if I've never been there before, you don't just wander into a destination like that. I need some specific guidance to get there. Enoch walked with God. Don't you know that's what God calls us to do today, to just walk with him? Your job is not to set the pace. Your job is not to choose the destination. Your job is not to know what we'll encounter along the way. Your job is just to walk with me. God will tell us, I'm handling the details. You walk with me by faith. Keep pace with me and i can assure you that you'll wind up at a good destination. Remember the words of Jesus John chapter 14, i go to prepare a place for you and if i come again i will uh, uh, if i go i will come again and receive you unto myself that where i am there you may be also. Do you know what Jesus is telling us? If you walk with God, if you keep pace with him, i've got a good destination prepared for you. Uh, uh, Brother Wayne Dellinger said uh, this morning, I don't know if you were here at the 1030 service, uh, but he, he talked about appreciating Moses, uh, having respect for the reward. And then he made the statement, he said, In some days, that's all that keeps me going, is the reward that God has laid up for us. That's good reason to keep walking with God, because I know one day I'm going to wind up in a good destination. Some days that's the only thing that will keep you walking, is I have respect for the reward. I know that I'm headed in the right direction. It will give you strength to keep moving when you want to quit. God calls us by the gospel. Remember uh, when the people heard Peter, Peter preach Acts chapter 2, they asked the question, what Men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter answered Acts 2.38, Repent and be baptized. Each one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Don't you know that's how we began our walk with God? When we respond obediently to the gospel call by being baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins and God adding us to the church. And man comes along and man wants to steer you in every direction that he can. But God alone sets the pace, and chooses thy direction. We ought to listen to God. God is the author of salvation. The first call, salvation comes from God. If I want to be saved, then I need to do what God says, not what makes people feel comfortable, not what I can agree on with a bunch of my buddies. I need to do what God has revealed in his word. He calls us through Christ Jesus uh, by being baptized into Christ, and then after we are baptized, God commands that we walk with him faithfully all the days of our living. Perhaps you're here this evening, you want to respond to the invitation or you want the church to pray for you. And if either of these are the case, then we bid you to come as we stand and as we sing the song of invitation. See.